so sore. Oh my gosh. I am so sore. Yeah. What did we even do yesterday? I am so sore today. Oh my goodness. You know it. Oh man, that workout on Friday had me sore all weekend long. All right, how does your body feel on a scale of zero to 10? Zero being you feel awesome. 10 being you got hit by a bus. Where are you at? Six. All right, not bad. Maybe today's the day you take it easy. Definitely the deadlifts, heavy deadlifts. All right, welcome to the Are You Sore podcast. This is Kelly Burchett recording as always from Bridge Lakes CrossFit here in Cypress, Texas. Yes, you are correct. I am not Paul McAllister, but I am filling in today so that we can interview the one and only Paul McAllister, not only for his 10th episode of this amazing podcast that he created, but also his birthday, which is just an added bonus because we had to reschedule this thing in full time. So let's just talk about serendipity and timing here. So cheers to you, Paul. Thank happy you. Happy number 10 and happy birthday. Thank you. you heard, that's the sound of dozens of people turning off the podcast when they heard who the guest was today. So this is going to be this is just good experience. I'm for telling you. you right now, this is going to be your <laughs> highest listened to podcast. Let's do it. All right. Let's do that's it. my challenge. I need that. I need the numbers. We're going to go for the numbers today. <laughs> so for those of you, because I have feeling we're going to pull in a few people that might not have listened from podcast one to podcast yeah. 10. Give us a little backstory. What gave you the ingenious idea to create this podcast? Because I personally have so much enjoyed not only participating in it, but listening to it. Yeah. It's been a great well, good. Resource. I'm glad. Um, I think there's two answers to that question. One of them is pretty obvious, and uh, the other has a little bit more depth to it. Um, the obvious answer is I just wanted to find a way to personify Bridge Lakes. You know, I've been doing this about a year and a half, and I just think that there's such a cast of characters here and the sum of the parts really make up for almost a, a sitcom type feel when you, when you spend enough time here. So I think I, um, you know, I mentioned this when maybe in the first episode when PJ and I talked about it, kind of how, um, the whole idea came, but, um, I wanted to, to, to do something that introduced people, uh, outside of bridge lakes to some of the, the members here to give a feel of, you know, the, the community that we have here, the environment that we have here, but also have like this almost like office feel, meaning like the sitcom where yeah. like you start to remember people and you're like, oh, I've heard that story before. Oh, uh, Steven's back in here. And you feel like you know them even if you don't. I think that's very easy to do here. So the podcast was kind of the natural uh, thing that came from that. You've the, definitely made some main characters. Yeah, yeah, so. I have. I know, I know. Uh, maybe some enemies along the way. <laughs> we'll but, hit uh, on a few of them later in the, in the podcast for sure. No, nah, but there's, I think the more complicated thing is, you know, as I've gotten older, I've always just been like burdened by not taking advantage of some of the opportunities that I had growing up, specifically like with my education. You know, I just, I did not take that seriously when I was younger. Kind of the result of that was, I never found anything that I was really interested in. So that really kind of was a setback when I started my professional career. Um, and you know, even though it's, it's all worked out, I can still sit around and really kind of dwell on the fact that I'm not doing something that like really, that I get really excited about. Um, and so this is kind of, manifested itself in a few different ways. My wife could probably tell you more about it, but like, um, 
you know, just trying to do something creative. Uh, I think the best example I can give is one of my um, one of my best friends. His name's Austin Collins. I played some of his music in a previous episode, um, but that's that's kind of what we bond over is our, our music sensibilities. And when I met him, he was he was a uh, he was playing music in Austin, and now he's he's a working stiff just like me and you. But one of the things I always talk to him about is you know you wrote recorded produced three records that are amazing and even though you're not doing that anymore like nobody can take that away yeah, from you, you. that's there Absolutely. and and i want something like that and so is that the podcast i don't know but uh, but i love it and i have a lot of fun hi well like i said i've enjoyed it personally i know a lot of people listening are listening because they enjoyed mm -hmm. it and you have created a scene. You know, I have some family that listen to it that have never been to Project oh, CrossFit. And, Ohio. Well, yeah, and they're asking, What's who's up, Brian Ohio? Herrera? <laughs> <laughs> When's he going to be on the podcast? And I'm like, well, he's a tough cookie to yeah. get on here. but He's got a list of grievances that yes. he's compiling. But yeah, he'll be a great episode if we can get him on. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate you saying that about finding like something that mm -hmm. is your, yours and you're passionate about because it is hard. Like, yeah. You know, you go to college, you pick a degree and it's like, okay, Hey, great. Right. This is fantastic. In hindsight, mine's exercise physiology. That should have just been a hobby, <laughs> not something that I thought I'd ever get something professional. Right. Out of. Um, and now I'm in sales because that's the catch all sure, <laughs> for it everybody. Is. Me that, too. Yeah. For everybody <laughs> that does something that you aren't quite sure. Now There's it is always a place for you here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is healthcare sales. So I'm like in with that space, uh -huh. but the question I have for you kind of going towards that is, you know, everybody here at this gym, no, uh -huh. none of us are professional athletes. None of us are professional CrossFitters. Some people might think they are, mm -hmm. but in the best of ways, how do you feel like the CrossFit mentality, the dedication to the workout, you know, you're doing a wad and how all those things that bring you back to the gym every day. How do you feel like that crosses over professionally? Oh man. Outside of people just being like, Oh, you CrossFit. Yeah. And then you have to explain it. Yeah. I, um, I don't know. My job is so boring. Um, it's a good <laughs> job. Don't get me wrong. I'm very lucky to have it, but, um, you know, I think that Man, I'm, I'm going to tread lightly on this answer because I hope it doesn't come can, off the wrong way. You but can like, look at it outside of yourself. Yeah, well. yeah, for sure. I think I, I've seen when I've met people that, that are active outside of their jobs, a lot of times you can draw a straight line to how disciplined they are in their work. Okay? So a good example was yesterday I saw this doctor. Uh, been dealing with an injury, and I'd never – this is the first time I'd ever seen him. And he comes into the exam room and he looks like he's about my age, very fit. Like this guy was jacked, you know, like filling out the scrubs, like, you know, the, the doctors on all the, the TV dramas. Dreaming, uh, exactly. Those, yeah. And so, but instantly I was kind of like, all right, I'm not going to get lectured by this guy about, man, you're, what are you doing? You're, you're in your forties. Why are you, why are you trying to lift weights and stuff? Or you, you're just asking for it. So I, I just, by seeing that, I knew that, it was important to him and he was probably going to be empathetic to me and, and have some, you know, be able to create some common ground with me. So I don't know if that's answering your question, but I, I, I have seen that, you know, where people who kind of conversely don't take care of themselves, um, it can affect their work. Um, this isn't across the board, but um, for me, it, it does create a lot more energy um, to do my job. And uh, I have gone through phases in life where 
I was not active and this was in my younger days and I was just like partying a lot. And those were probably like the most unsuccessful years of my career. And I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah. And you don't <laughs> see it at the time. Yeah. Yeah. You don't see it at the time. One thing I felt about CrossFit is, you know, you always have a goal, mm-hmm. you know, actually let's talk about Brian Herrera. He yeah. and I were talking the other day. He <laughs> wants to get a squat snatch and when he does, he's buying margaritas. I'm like, I want in on that. Yeah. Like I'm now invested on yeah. you doing this movement. <laughs> um, and for myself, I five goals. I know you five goals. Mm-hmm. We've talked about them before. But I think, you know, you have those goals and you move on to them. And even if you're not in a career that you love, like you always have a goal. You always have something you're trying to mm-hmm. achieve, even if it is the next, the next step, yeah. the next move. And CrossFit, you don't get your goal in the one workout. No, you, you don't. don't walk in and be like, hey, I'm going to get a muscle up today. Mm-hmm. And like maybe the 0.1%, like the, like Jacobs out there sure. that can just walk into a CrossFit box. But the, I think that I see that as a big crossover. Like yeah. you have to have not only the dedication to yourself, but to achieving something. And I don't think that's exclusive to CrossFit, but I know we have more unique movements than you have gymnastics movements. You have mm-hmm. the barbell work yep. where that's not my strong suit. So I have goals there where other people have different things that I think that really carries over. No, I would agree. And, and, you know, like if it came easy, then it would be nowhere near as rewarding, similar to in my job and sales, like the, the sales that I make or the deals that I make that are the most lucrative are the ones that take the longest. Yes. yes. And so if this was an easy job, if I just picked up the phone and made a sale in 10 minutes every day, I would, nobody would pay me very much money to do that. Very so, yeah. Um, so yeah, you're, you're all over it. That's a, that's a really good way to, to view it. And so kind of going, we're going to go into perception of CrossFit too, mm-hmm. because again, I can go in to meetings. People are always like, oh, you work out or having things. And as soon as I say CrossFit, I feel like our record scratches. Uh, yep, it has I know this what you mean. reputation yep. of one way or another. What do you perceive of that? I'm using air quotes. Mm-hmm. So you can see reputation of CrossFit. I was, uh, I was the other person for a long time, um, for a couple of reasons. I've never told this story on this podcast before, but success for me, this is, this is new, uh, new content. So I actually tried CrossFit probably, man, we lived here six years. This was probably 10 years ago. Um, when, uh, I was living in Louisiana and a couple of my old high school buddies and they had just started it and they've been doing it for a while and they invited me to a class and I was running a lot back then. Um, and I went to the first class and they kind of put me through this little, like, you know, cycle to kind of gauge where my fitness level was. And I remember it started out on the rower, um, and it ended with pull-ups, and it was something in between. And I can't remember, but by the time I got to the pull-ups, I went out so hard on that rower, which rowing was just like, I never did rowing. I thought like old people did rowing. Um, I stopped after like four or five pull-ups because I got dizzy and I stopped and I jumped up. I did one more and I fainted. Oh my gosh. I've never fainted in my life. <laughs> I f- and like, I just remember waking up, sitting against this wall and a bunch of people looking at me. And so obviously that was the last time I went. Well, um, of course. And, and then, you know, at the same time, I've got this buddy who's just so just hardo all in to CrossFit. And he would, he would just be like, when are you going to come with me, man? You should have been at the workout this morning. He's like, tell me about it. And he would always finish it with like, I was puking in the parking lot, you know? And I'm like, yeah, man, that really sounds like something I want to sign up for. You're um, selling me. Yeah. So yeah. So for a long time I was, that stigma was somebody that I just rolled my eyes and I was just like, I just do not get it. Um, but, 
but here I am on the other side. Uh, now you couldn't have swung any further. Not only do I do this, but I started podcast all about it. Um, so it is interesting. It's the last thing I ever thought I would get caught up in, but, but I and love it. To your point, it is amazing. Like the experience that you mm-hmm. get because there are definitely some hardcore CrossFit gyms out there, mm-hmm. even in this area. I mean, you I've heard. could throw a stone and probably yeah. hit one. It's a little bit different of a feel here. Um, and I know for me, that's what I really enjoyed coming here. Yes. I was not a quote CrossFit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had a taste in my mouth about it, but I feel like this is, they meet you where you are. Right. And I know I have some friends who I brought, um, different people who brought and are so intimidated by the fact that they can't do something Yeah. and think that everybody's staring at them. And to the point of, you know, nobody here, I'm just trying not to die yeah. in a workout personally yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> where, you know, maybe somebody else is, you know, they're, everybody's focused about their goals. Yeah. I'm so, I mean, I'm just so fortunate. This is where I got my start because like you mentioned the culture here versus some of the other ones that we've heard about where some really elite athletes go and that probably suits them. But I mean, I would have just gotten taken out with the trash in a place like that from the get go. Um, and, and I never would have stuck with this. Yeah. So, um, this is, this is where I'll, um, I'll retire as a CrossFit athlete as far as I'm concerned. That's fair. <laughs> Probably me as well. Yeah. So, all right. So kind of getting into this because you have this love for Bridge Lakes. Mm-hmm. And if you've told the story, then you have to pass to the next one. Okay. But what is your most favorite moment that you've had here at this gym? Oh, gosh. My favorite. All right. I know the answer to this. And... Ben Walsh is going to shove me into a locker after I tell this story because he probably doesn't remember it. Um, and if he does, it's just going to upset him. But uh, I came up here on a Saturday morning. This was probably six months ago. I don't know, maybe a little longer than that for um, a Saturday morning workout. And it was a partner wad. And uh, I partnered with Justin Vela, another podcast celebrity. darling around here. Celebrity, yeah, for sure. Um, and the workout was bench press and running i think we were doing like i can't remember if we were changing the weights on the bench but you were we were basically like trying to get to 20 reps between the two of us on the bench and then you'd go run an 800 together and you did this all together and justin was relatively new at this time he was obviously still very strong but he was not like the where he is now as fast as he's you know improved in here and so that one started getting pretty competitive. I can't remember who Ben's partner was in that, but we were down to like our last 800 and Justin and I knew that we were like winning. There was a lot of people in this uh, class and, and we knew that we were about to finish first before everybody else. And so we finished, we were coming in on that second lap of that 800 and Ben and his partner were behind us. And so when we stopped and we started walking into back into the gym, Ben yelled at us and said, guys, it's an 800, not a 400. He thought we had just done one lap. And we turned around and we said, we know, we're done. And his face just like, (laughs) I'll never forget it. Ben can smoke me and everything in this gym, like if you woke him up in the middle of the night, he would, he would, but I'll never forget that. Um, 
that workout because it was two things that I'm pretty good at and uh, Justin and I, we still kind of talk about it to this day. So that's that's definitely the highlight. I love it. Mm-hmm. Well, it's nice to have that moment <laughs> yeah. when you're going for something. Like you probably were just trying to keep up with it. Oh yeah. And then yeah. you have that moment yeah. of like. I'm, I'm afraid I peaked already. Oh. So I don't know that I'm ever going to do anything better than that. <laughs> well, just keep par- partnering with Justin <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah. you'll, be, you'll be moving forward. And I'm not going to ask you your least favorite moment, but I'm going to ask you your least favorite movement. My least favorite movement. Um, and why? Yeah. Because we talked Deadlift. about a few of mine last time. I just, deadlift is, I just cannot improve on that. Um, and I think it's partly just for just a, a strength issue where I'm just, for whatever reason, have just not been able to get stronger in that movement. Um, I'm sure there's some technique issues there. I hit my one rep max probably a year ago with Andy and I have not improved upon it since. And I think it's also a fear factor in there. Like yeah. I'm just always afraid I'm going to do it wrong and, and do something to my lower back. But I just, I, it, it just frustrates me to death. So, and, and I know how important that movement is in here and it's such a foundational movement yeah. and, and it can build so much strength. And I think that's another reason why it, it drives me so crazy. So that's, that's a pretty easy answer actually. All right. Well, I, <laughs> I'm similar in that of like, I've done heavy before. Yeah. I've done he- heavy deadlift. I cannot get back to that number. But part of me too wonders if, cause I'm worried about my back. Yeah. If I need somebody else to come and load the bar and yeah. tell me that it's a different weight mm-hmm. and just have me lift it and yeah. then tell me after what it is. I know. I know. I'm sure <laughs> that it, it could be just completely psychosomatic and, um, I hope it is. And I just kind of snap out of it one day, but, um, I don't know. It's just, it's driving me nuts. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll keep at it. You can't avoid them in here because we do them constantly. Okay. It does not matter what strength cycle we're right. in. There's always a deadline. Yes. Uh, yeah. No, for sure. Pain in my existence. Pain in my existence. So what about the workout today? You went in yeah. had a little birthday celebration. Yeah. Did the workout. It was, uh, it was a good one. Like I said, I've kind of been kind of slowly coming back from a, from an injury and, uh, it was a partner workout today. Um, and Who was your partner? I partnered with Justin All for right. old time's sakes. He graces us with his presence on Fridays uh, at the 9.15. And so it was, the goal was to get 300 box step ups between you and your partner. Every two minutes you stopped and did um, four power cleans between the two of you at 185. Uh, I am not doing those right now. So Justin would do two of those. I was doing front squats instead, but it went great. It was the perfect workout for me uh, to kind of ease back into things. So we, we knocked it out in just under 12 minutes. So it was fun. It was good, good to get back in here and partner with him again and uh, have a good workout. So yeah, the yeah. you took pity upon me a few weeks ago. <laughs> Justin's like, all right, Paul, yeah. let's do it. Well, yeah, that's I'm where sure we're at you guys now had a with good time. him. <laughs> you guys had a good time for yeah. sure. And going into this, and we'll get to the section, Justin was very, he had some very specific questions he wanted me to ask you in this oh podcast, God. but that's part of you, not me. So right, we'll right. Oh, I'm sure he does. We'll get there in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> So I know you and PJ yeah. have this great relationship yeah. and it's been, I went back and listened to some of the podcasts coming in today because I'm oh, nothing but you. doing my homework. Gosh. I'm, a, I'm, I'm telling you, studious I, girl. if you're trying to put me out of a job, I'm just going to warn you. It, it does not pay well. I don't right? want to so put just, you out of a job. I don't, right. I want to listen to too good at this. You. It's already, it's already kind of making me uh, uncomfortable right now. <laughs> this is way too, I've, I've convinced people <laughs> that this is hard and I'm the only person that can do it. And you walk in here and you just like. No, Make it is scene. hard. And I was nervous. <laughs> I want to come in and do you know, a solid. But, you know, PJ, amazing businesswoman. Right. And um, I just want to give a shout out and pass it over to you. Mm-hmm. Of like, 
you've talked about, you know, this place has grown. I've been here a little over a year. It has mm-hmm. grown immensely, yeah. not only with members, not only with the facilities, but she's like putting out like everything into mm-hmm. it. Well, also, you know, we have Movement Evo here. Yep. It's just kind of building and growing. What do you see? And I know this is just shooting it out in clouds. Like, what do you feel like is next? And the support that anybody listening can like give to PJ and to the gym. I know that's a big question. Yeah, that is. Um, I mean, the, the growth has been really, really exciting to see. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to continue to do that. And I know that she's, she's always um, just kind of ready to pounce on, on more space around here. Um, so she obviously has goals of, of uh, growing um, the actual uh, room that we work out in. We have more room than, than most gyms, I think, around here. Sure. So I think that... What I would what I would predict because of her reputation, um, the the contacts that she has, uh, I could see us hosting more big events, drawing more people to here, and there being more of a gravitational pull to Bridge Lakes, and it almost becoming kind of a CrossFit hub, not not from like a membership standpoint to where we turn into this like super gym um i don't think anybody necessarily wants that um i don't know that pj wants that because that's that's inevitably going to water things down but you know as things like uh rock the box grow um you know our our open i love it's my favorite part of the year um that we do here um i just i see us putting on more of those type events, uh, maybe even being able to use the podcast is, is something that, uh, that draws people to them and, and really showcasing the gym more on, on a community level and drawing people in. Um, we could easily do that. We certainly have the people, the athletes, the, the leaders. So yeah. um, I know I would do anything I could to, to help that along. No, same. And mm-hmm. you hit the word I was going for, like community. Yeah. Um, again, I've, I said this on, I think, the Moms podcast, but I left an amazing gym back in Ohio that I've been a part of for years that kind of did the evolution of Bridge Lakes. It was yeah. a small, tiny little garage setting that then took over a firehouse mm-hmm. and grew. And, you know, I still follow them on social media and have a bunch of friends there and just watching its growth. But it's because they've invested in the community. Yeah. And they're a community staple. And, you know, we have our fire relationship. They have police. Like, yep. So I think that community feel, I know for me, is what makes me feel at home mm-hmm. and makes me feel great. Not only have I made community like learning about the Cypress area, but then the community of like friends here. Sure. That gym family that kind of comes mm-hmm. to me that, you know, we now have a kid's room. Yeah. So not only were we kid friendly to put them in the cage in the back and yeah. have kids work out, but, you know, <laughs> and everybody donated like no questions asked sure. place to it. So it's just great to see PJ, I feel, and all the coaches here, right. and you, yeah. have built the, a community that's like now embedding into the community with Sarah and Adeep and Leslie, and I think it's just really cool. Well, it's so, like, I mean, to hear you talk about where you came from in Ohio and how special that was for you, I mean, how many times are people ever able to, like, capture that again? Oh, I know. It, it never happens. I know. That was and the first question any of them almost, asked me. It almost paralyzes you coming from leaving a situation like that, whether it's a job or a gym or a church. Like, you just, you know it's not going to be recreated, and it almost makes you, like, not even want to bother. So no, for sure. um, I'm sure that you, I don't know, had to kind of tamper your expectations but just to hear like just to see the friendships you've made number one i mean you y'all hang out constantly in and out of here um so uh 
so yeah, it's just, it's an amazing place. I love it. And um, I don't know, just so fortunate to be here. Someone is responsible for what happened. And I can't say who that is, but I know it's not me. All right, you know, I invented this game so I didn't have to ever do this. And here I am, I like, say, so opening you're responsible myself up for to this, it. Paul. All right, so here's what we're doing. Okay. Request by money. Every you, not me question you've asked is coming back your way. <laughs> so. Let's start with the first one, and you ask this of PJ. Who is your favorite member at Bridge? Oh my gosh. He just walked I was saying, in. He just might have walked in. No, We're doing the you, you no. not me section, Justin. I'm not giving him that. He gets too much love on here. He's going for his favorite member. Favorite member. I mean, I know how I'm going to answer this question. I know who it is. Um, I'm going to say Rodrigo. Okay. And. Rodrigo is a coach, an athlete. He is the most positive person I think maybe I've ever encountered. Like he just carries this vibe around with him that when he comes up and greets you, you just feel better. And and there's just not a lot of people that and I he know. He can do that at 5 a.m. And he can do it any time of the day. And he has the best attitude no matter what like he never acts seems like he's having a bad day uh in this gym and he um i have been taught things by him he taught me how to do double unders he taught me how to climb a rope um him and scott kind of pitched in on that um i've done partner workouts with him where he was so encouraging when i never thought i would should be you know partnering with a guy like him at his level he did the teens class all summer long and my daughter worked out in that class and she just fell in love with them. He was so great with them and she just loved working out. So I think it's again, just like when I think about the sum of all the parts of, of somebody who just, I don't know, just does it all and does it all well. It's him. Yeah. So Rodrigo. I love that. <laughs> I may have had that conversation with Leslie this morning. Yeah. About, he is always so happy. Yes. So happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> All right, so we're going into the next question. Oh, God, and you I'm asked this one of Sarah. Uh huh. Who is the biggest baby at the gym? <laughs> oh, and you framed it Might to her me. in the way of injuries. <laughs> yeah. But I also think you could be, and I'm not saying complaining in a like, but just like, come on, guys, type way. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh. Biggest baby. I'm, I'm going through my 915 Rolodex right now. Um. And trying to see, I mean, everybody, I'll say, uh, I'm going to say Chris Hoffman. Oh. Uh, not because he's a wimp or a baby. He's a stinking FBI agent for God's sake. And he's huge. Uh, but, uh, Chris is no stranger to hurting himself and, uh, and filing some complaints around here. So, uh, and I've witnessed a lot of them. And so we don't work out together a lot anymore. Um, he's here usually in the afternoons. And so if I make an afternoon class or I bring Maddox up here, uh, we'll have five or 10 minutes to catch up. But uh, he's always got some kind of nagging ish, uh, injury or issue that he's belly aching about. So like I said, Sarah, I think answered, thinking back, she, she had a hard time with this one too, because there's not a lot of babies around here. But um, I think if you, if you looked at it in terms of the complaint meter, uh, That's right. Chris has a lot. Tick, 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 tick. All right. Okay. So we're going into question number three mm. and you asked this to Steven and I, you asked him to rank the classes best to worst to coach. I'm going to ask you and you don't have to go through every single one. Oh my 
gosh. Nine fifteen, <laughs> I know, is going to be your heart. But if yeah. you had to rank the classes of your favorite to attend, favorite to attend, what would be your top three? Yeah. Um. So easy answer first. My nine fifteen. Um. Where I always try to be as much as I can, and uh, love the people here. Love the vibe. Two, I will say, um, four p.m. Um, I came to that class a lot uh, early on, starting um, when I first started out. I get to see people like Steven in there, uh, Andy, um, Casey Carr, uh, Jacob's in there a lot. A lot of like really, really good athletes in there. So it's not as chatty, as social as, as 915, but you know, those people are coming in here and they're really pushing each other to do a good job. The, the one that I have the next most experience with is probably noon. And that's noon is is a very quiet class. It's an interesting bird. It is. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not going to come in here at noon and uh, you know have social hour. Oh, you um, turned your brain off of work <laughs> to get there, and then you're already thinking about what you have after. Yes, it's I do small. Um, and there's good athletes in here. Like Colby comes in here. Colby's clocking in to like get get work done, but he ain't in here to talk to anybody. Um, Sarah sometimes gets a workout in at noon and we all know that you know she takes this very seriously um so you know i'm just too much of a gregarious like affable person to that likes to go around and talk to people and welcome people there's not a lot of new people that show up at noon you know i always like greeting the new people and talking to them and getting them to be sure and come back so uh i'll rate i'll rate noon third all right and then what class would feed them like not the worst people, but you're like, I couldn't imagine going and working out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, five. Five. All right. I've never set foot in five. Oh, that's a I, happy place. Yeah, I know. I know. I don't see how you do it. I've done six. Uh, did six a few times when I first started. We're I've talking AM people. AM. Yes. Yes. So 5 AM. I just, I cannot, I would just be a shell of a man at 5 AM and, uh, and just the, the sense of urgency y'all must have because everybody's there for a reason. It's yeah. because they have a busy day ahead of them. So, you know, everybody's probably getting in there on time. Uh, that class has got to stop on time because people have to get to work and 6 a.m. is coming in. Uh, too fast-paced, too... <laughs> it's you put your head down and work. It's too funny. grueling I am for a, me. <laughs> I'm a very welcoming person. Uh -huh. I can... I am not friendly at 5 a.m. Like, there are... There are new people Most people here, don't want to be talked to at 5 a.m. And I have to wait until after the workout to go up and introduce myself because I'm like, I don't want to talk yeah. to anybody. I'm here. So I get it. I get it. I get it. All right. All right. Okay. So we're going to your next one. You did skip an episode and you did not have a question on there. It was oh. the open comp, uh, yeah, which yeah, is fair. Yeah. So I'm just okay. putting that out there. But this one was with PJ and Martin. And it was like, who would be with you in a foxhole? And who do you think would be the first to, to not die. make it? To not make it. Oh, gosh. I totally forgot about this question. Just here um, to bring you back, Paul. Yes, I know. Man. Brian Herrera, I, I can't have you in that foxhole with me. Um, you're just too careless, <laughs> and you get too distracted, and you don't pay attention to what's going on. And, you know, when, when I need to be telling, like, the – the the fighter jets like coordinates and things like that you know to, to where the enemy is i can't have you bothering me with with uh you know not understanding uh your surroundings so uh he would as strong as he is as much as i love him he would he would get everybody killed 
Um, I would, uh, who do I want in my foxhole with me? I feel like I need to pick a female. Um, oh. Yeah. I'm going to go with Aurelia Perry. Good All right. You know what? She is, she is just a giant um, in a tiny little body. Um, and she is uh, not afraid of anything. And she came back from being injured in a bad car wreck and just has this fighter mentality. Um, I came up here a couple of weeks ago as I was starting to try to ease back into working out and I decided to go see what a run felt like and a run felt fine as long as I went embarrassingly slow. Um, like almost like a fast walk and I went outside and I ran a mile and she came out there and ran that thing next to me the whole time and just built me up the so whole she time in your she was yeah you. she was so she's already there and i mean that was so meaningful and she did not have to do that so aurelia you can be in my foxhole anytime oh i love it now <laughs> she is the sweetest person yeah sometimes i'll like come in and try to sneak out and i'll hear bye kelly like no, she always no, makes sure that. Yeah. that you are welcome you're <laughs> greeted you are said hello to and, yeah oh that's a good one yeah so brian and aurelia yep fair enough <laughs> All right, now I'm going to go to the Moms Podcast, oh, and God. you made us pick, and I'm going to go on record here for one second, because there was a whole big text message uh. debacle of when we were picking, and I did not go with my gut, and I yeah. should have gone with my gut, and I am not as physically strong as him, but I feel like we go into workouts with the same mentality, so I'm going to go in back in retro and say I'm most like Ben Walsh. Okay. You were thinking about him, though, weren't you? That's who I was going to say, and I got talked out of it. Yeah, yeah. I got talked out of it, so uh -huh. I just want to go on record and say... Yeah. Truly, I feel like that's my. Yeah. I'm gonna stick with my guts. Again, here. straight to the top of the leaderboard, of course, you guys. <laughs> of course. I mean, I'm not there, but I, I, in my head, I'm there. So for you, you have to pick a female, and you already got Aurelia off. Uh huh. Yeah. So you have to pick. Who do you feel like you're most like? It does not have to be fitness level, but like mentality, mm -hmm. attitude, everything here. Oh. Uh -huh. So I should, I just should just say PJ or, or Sarah or Stephanie Brown. You'd be like you guys just go straight. Yeah. Gosh. Well, I don't think she would say the same. Um, but you know, it's a, it's a shallow pool. I think I have to pick from here because I'm, I'm an older athlete. Uh, so, um, I'll say, I'll have to say crystal felts. Um, because yes the, uh, she may be shopping for a new king these days though i tell you um but we have uh we work out together 915 and have for a long time um we did the um mix comp together we just we we do a lot of things like or we have in the past done a lot of things in here just like working out together we we, we like the same thing we both like to run she's cardio kind of like us um we both love double unders. We both, you know, we we both like to take an extended break from time to time when uh, we're not afraid of that. So like <laughs> one day we just kind of fell into doing this like uh, double under flight simulator together, where um, we were trying to get up by fives up to fifty and back down, and it was it was a lot of fun. But man, if you want to like really stress yourself out, do it with somebody across from you and be worried about being the one who messes it all up. Um, you could not engineer two more different personalities. I say you're going to be here 15 minutes tried. early. She's going to be here yes. 15 minutes late. I mean, she's just like, I mean, it's just comical, but we've 
always had a good time together. Um, we're talking about doing um, the BCS Classic and like a mixed masters division next summer. So, uh, so yeah, I would uh, I would say Crystal. Um, she's the best. And uh, yeah, she's a good time. So yeah, I'll give her that. All right, all right. <laughs> now she'll listen. She doesn't listen unless she thinks that she's talked about on this podcast. I'll give her so, a heads up. I'll uh, yeah, give, her, give her, heads her a heads up. We'll have to tell her what minute mark to tune into <laughs> so that she can listen to her mm -hmm. shout out. Okay, so this was the one with your hot tub. <laughs> and you teased it that you had a really <laughs> good story. And I'm not gonna lie, that tease is what made me think to go back and to do all these. Oh, so you, no. what was your last? Fight. The, uh, the fight. Yeah. Yeah, I did. And, and I don't even think they remembered to ask me afterwards because we, we went and hung out afterwards. And, uh, and I, no, I, asked. To I told the guys I was like, because I, I did no tease it. Story. And I said, uh, yeah, we can we can talk about this later. And, and they they never did. Uh, OK. When I was last semester in college, um, one of my friends who had graduated, um, I think the semester before, was engaged to the girl he had dated all through college and um, it was his bachelor party in dallas and this is this is 20 years ago at least um so we rented like a a bus or a van to drive us around all night and we ended up at the end of the night at this bar club in the west end of dallas which i don't know what that's like anymore back then it was kind of a, a happening place so when everything shut down, we were all walking back to the bus and there was a bunch of trash talking that started amongst like another group of guys in the group that I was with. And I got swept up into this like giant brawl that broke out. And all I remember is being like at the bottom of this pile and then everybody started getting up and running away like and and i picked myself up off the ground and i quickly realized that like there was cops everywhere and everybody was trying not to Scatter. get arrested yeah as soon as i stand up on my feet a policeman jumps in front of me and pepper sprays me like from as close as you and i are right now and we're three feet apart oh, my and i i've never had that happen before, it was one of the worst experiences of my life. I mean, immediately took me to my knees. Um, I laid there forever. Um, and I just remember getting uh, in the bus, going, all I wanted to do was get back home and take a shower because I was covered in pepper spray. And as soon as I got home and got in the shower, all that did was make the pepper spray that was all in my hair just wash right back down into my face. And I basically dealt with it all over again. Then, I wake up the next morning and I don't remember like ever being hit or anything, but I go in the bathroom and I've got this gigantic black eye. And like I said at the beginning of the story, I was a senior in college. So I go back to school, drive back to school. Um, I have a job. I've got to go to all my classes. And my now wife, her parents were in town visiting her for some reason. Of and she course. brought them. I worked at this deli uh, near campus where I made sandwiches. And she brings her mom and dad up there to eat lunch. And I'm back there with this giant black eye. This may have been the first time they ever laid eyes on me. So they, they, they still talk <laughs> about it this day. The first time we ever met Paul, he had a black eye from a fight he had gotten in downtown Dallas. So that's that's my fight story. You a good girl. <laughs> like not 
girlfriend, but girl as a friend that like hook you up with some concealer uh, and like was, get you going there. I don't know if it would have worked. I got somebody got me good. Oh Luckily, I drank too much and I don't remember what happened. Fair. Those are the best stories. Those are the best stories. All right. And then we're going to go to Scott. Mm-hmm. And I was in this one as well, but it was yeah. more for Scott. So if you had to trade somebody from, we're going to go 915. Uh-huh. You got to take out one of your 915ers oh. and trade them for someone else to come to 915. And I'm going to preface this as 915 is the catch all for folks like myself. If I have uh-huh. a day off work, a yeah. Justin on a Friday, you yeah. got to take us out of it. Okay. So people who don't come, to 915. Okay. So like you wouldn't count. I come from time to time. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. I mean, I appreciate if you're going to say me. Yeah. Yeah. You got to pick somebody uh, who never comes. Okay. To make it challenging. Who never comes that I never see in 915. Um, okay. Um, I think, let me think about those afternoon classes. Um, it's hard for you because again, everybody comes to 915. it, It really is. Um, I would like for, I'm gonna I'm gonna do a uh, the I would like to come I would like for Jenny and Dave McGuire. All right, they're a package deal. Yes, love the McGuires. All right, they love their five and six p.m. classes. Uh, so uh, they are so fun to hang out with. So I would love for Team McGuire to get a taste of nine fifteen and start coming and seeing what that's all about. I would trade them for. And I'm going to outsmart you guys the same way you and Scott outsmarted this question. I'm going to trade them for Jason Ferris. And the reason why is because Jason still coaches on Tuesdays and Thursdays in 915. So I'll still get to see him twice a week. So they can have Jason. Give me the McGuire's. Okay. Okay. Hey, we all try to work around these questions. So you have your own. You have your own. All right. So going into a new you, not me, but we're going to go you and me. Okay. I'm going to put this question out there. Gotcha. So if you were to go do anything, like anything in the world, Mm -hmm. because you kind of started off saying like, you know, finding a job that you're passionate about doing whatever, what would it be? Oh my gosh. I'm going deep. You are. I think about this all the time um, because like, just to give you an idea of how how serious I've gotten about this burden that I spoke of earlier during COVID, I got real bogged down in it and I was like getting ready to take the LSAT and sign up for like evening law school classes. Just not because I've always wanted to be a lawyer, but because I just, again, like I wanted to prove to myself that I could do something. And my wife who would have supported me, but like, luckily she was just like, look, let's, think about this like you're basically going to decide to be at your busiest and probably the most critical time in your children's lives is that something that you want to do and so uh, she she talked me down and and I'm glad that she did Um, I wish I I have always wanted to like write the great American novel and then I don't know if that's surprising or if that's boring. I can kind boring. of see it. I never would have thought um, I've it. I've always loved writing. I love words. I love telling stories. I don't know necessarily what it would be about, but I love to read. And um, and I've always just been fascinated by getting into, like, I love, like, long books that just span long periods of time where you watch people go from 
you know, basically living out their whole lives. And I've just thought, where do people come up with this stuff? Like, I wish I could do that. Um, and that's the kind of stuff where I think about, you know, if I would have, you know, not been so stinking selfish in college and actually like take advantage of the opportunity, man, I could have taken a lot of literature classes and a lot of creative writing classes and really like dug into that. And who knows what could have happened because this podcast to me is really about telling stories. That's my favorite part of this is to come in and bring people like you in and, and, and everyone else and just get you guys talking and, and sharing your experiences and uh, coming up with little anecdotes that make sense. I mean, it's, it's what interests me about meeting new people. Um, I'm a very curious person. Um, I'm always asking people questions about uh, themselves. Um, so, you know, if, if that, if, if I could just, do anything um i think it would just be to be able to sit down and kind of go through that experience of of writing a book and making it be something that is a huge success no, I, love <laughs> I love that yeah and curiosity i'm a big ted lasso fan yeah and there was an episode where he's shooting darts with a gentleman who used to own the soccer team uh -huh. if you haven't watched it but he completely underestimated ted and he even said, he's like, nobody was ever curious enough to ask me. Nobody was ever curious. Yeah. So if you were curious enough to ask you, like, hitting bullseyes uh -huh. every dart he throws, you would have asked me, Ted, have you ever played darts right. before? Before yeah. saying, hey, I'm going to bet this whole team. Yeah. So, no, I love that. I love, like, talking to somebody and, and you know, they, they and whenever they say something like, nobody's ever asked me that before. I mean, I just love, I might be, like, totally, like, invading their privacy. <laughs> <laughs> but just no, but I'm sure then they go home and think about the sure. conversation that you just had and yeah. you made that impact on them. Uh -huh. And cause how often do people sit down and really ask you questions to you? Right. Which is why I was really, I really wanted to do this yeah. to you because yeah. you always do it to everyone yeah. else in such a great um, and glorious way that uh -huh. you could get to there and tell your stories. Yeah. It doesn't happen that often. No, that's no, what the beauty doesn't. of I think podcasts are. Yeah, no, I, I, I agree. No, it's, it's a fun thing to think about, especially as you get older and you know, you, I don't think we're always going to have regrets or things that we wish we had done. Um, but you know, at the same time you can, I think you can draw from that and just kind of introduce it into different, different parts of your life in smaller ways. And so I think that's maybe what I'm trying to do here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think there's no better place than to just say thanks Paul for yes. letting me do this for you. And you have a hot tub. I have a sandbox. You got a sandbox. Cause I like to play in yeah. the sandbox. So you are a part of <laughs> my sandbox. I'm in there. I can bring my, uh, my bulldozers and my, your toys, uh, my, but <laughs> <laughs> you're in my sandbox. So. Well, you are, you're definitely a hot tub member. Um, you know, even if we're out of town, you can, you guys can come over and use it. Uh, so that's, uh, <laughs> that's the highest compliment. So this is a lot of fun. I'm look, this was, this was, Kelly's idea. I want, I want you guys to know, like she approached me, I don't know, it's been a few weeks, but, um, I think it was when I initially came to her maybe after the mom's episode or before it. And she was just like, Hey, I've got an idea. And if you're up for it, I would love to host. And I would like to have you as the guest. And I'm all about good ideas and creativity. And I knew she could do it. Um, there was never a doubt in my mind. I'd, um, so this was a lot of fun and I'm glad we did it. So Great job. Thank you for passing me the baby. I am now passing it back to you. So. I'll take it. I'll take it. Cheers, my friend. All right. See ya. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this episode of Are You Sore? Again, and thank you to Paul for giving me this opportunity. 
hopefully you won't have to hear my voice on this podcast again for a while because again passing it back to him but he is truly a staple at this gym and you can't find a person in here that doesn't know and love him so i'm going to give a shout out to this song it is jungle which i've recently learned is not yacht rock busy earning because we're all here busy earning our goals our lives and just moving forward so like subscribe share give paul we i promised him this would be the highest listened to episode so let's go after it and you all have a great day you can't get enough.